Well, hello, loves. Happy Thursday. Happy day of Jupiter. I've just looked at the chart of the day and we have this beautiful Venus Mercury sextile, which is just really, you know, beneficial for us to have gorgeous conversations today. So what the perfect day for me, I didn't plan on exactly doing it today. I knew that I would come on at some point this week, but my goodness, I've been in a little bit of a head cold world for nearly a week now. Um, look, it's first world's problems. It's only a head cold and I can deal with a head cold. It's not flu. It's not body. It's not friggin' aching crazy. It's just hectic headaches daily, um, which hello, Mars, um, Mars and the sun are moving together. And that is what I'm going to be talking about today to prep you. But Ultimately, Mars is also invisible at the moment as well. So if you're not feeling like you've got a lot of energy or you are having a lot of physical symptoms, we've got to look at Mars and Ven um, Mars and the Sun. They're both very physical, ego, vitality, energy, you know, like that's what they represent. So right now, just as I'm jumping on to record this, um, which is what, Thursday the 16th of November, just two days before the exact Kazemi. Um, as it stands right now, Mercury and the Sun are exactly conjunct at 23 degrees, but Mars is moving just a slight bit quicker than the Sun and the Sun's just catching up. Um, not that the Sun's moving, but that's just how I'm reading it in the chart. <laughs> so, of course, the Sun doesn't move. Mars, Mars the Sun will not move. Um, it is a fixed star, um, but ultimately, you know, the sun is nearly going to meet Mars at this exact uh, Kazemi conjunction, which I'm going to talk about. But I loved today. I looked at today and I'm like, yay, Venus is sextile. Uh, Mercury is sextile Venus. This is really beautiful for harmonious conversations and opportunities to have really, you know, beneficial conversations as well. So if you've got some chatting to do today, enjoy that. Um, and it worked out well that I'm here and I've woken up. Um, feeling relatively good after nearly a week of headaches and things. And it makes sense, you know, um, Mars, Mar like I said, Mars, Mars rules the head. Um, so there's a lot of head and a lot of horny is all I want to say, right? Are you feeling me here? Are you feeling me? Big eggplant emoji. I tell you what, it has been a, a good old time a good old time. The sexual appetite is strong. Um, Mars in uh, Scorpio can be very sexual, again, depending on what it's doing in your chart. For me, it's, you know, a match made in bloody heaven, let me tell you that. Um, but, you know, I have been talking to a lot of people and they are feeling exhausted and, and burnt out. And remember what's happening, that Mercury is being burnt out, combust by the sun. We're not seeing Mercury. We're not feeling Mercury. He's about to go into that exact heart of the sun, receive information, start a new cycle. So if you have been feeling a little bit shitty and weirdly, um, you know, I all of a sudden, like I've been fine. Like I haven't even had a sniffle or, or felt anything. Like I was sick this year in May on my birthday, but I haven't been sick since then. I've been like healthy. I'm freaking green juicing every day. Like I'm doing all the things, uh, walking, all the things. I haven't gone for a walk in a week because I've been sleeping, but 
and, and healing and resting. Um, but a lot of people are either got gastro, um, you know, I'm talking about in my local area, the people that I know, gastro or a head cold. And it's just weird. It's just all of a sudden come on again. What is it? It's very physical as Mars has been, you know, as Mars and the sun have been, you know, getting closer and closer and closer. And this week, you know, this last week has really been, you know, the crux of it, the application, the building of it. So if you too have been feeling low in energy, headachey, you know, what whatever it is on a physical level, like it is, it's like a physical purge that we've got to go through. It's like, what does the sun do? The sun burns things up, right? Like, so if the sun burns things up, we're looking at the sun burning up our energy because this is Mars. Yeah. So he's burning up our energy. Maybe he's burning up our desires. Maybe he's burning up. Ultimately, what he's doing is burning up what no longer serves us, because this is like a part of the purification of the heart. And Mars and the sun only meet each other around every two years, but they don't always meet in the same sign. So the rarity of what we're going through now, ultimately, 2023, we have a Mars Kazemi, 25 degrees of Scorpio. Mark that down, darlings. You want to find 25 degrees of Scorpio, what house that's in. Is Mars and the sun going to be making any aspects, especially some sort of conjunction to any Scorpio planets that you may have, um, especially a few degrees later so 25 26 27 28 even 29 um yes 23 and 24 would be included as well um but of course you know that's really being felt now um but the exact conjunction is at 25 we have not had a mars kazemi if you just think about this mars and the sun meet in their synodic cycle every two years they do lots of stuff in their synodic cycle and i'm going to just sort of talk just briefly a little bit about that today um a little teaching lesson darlings um But lo and behold, they meet every two years, but they have not met in Scorpio since 1991. So interestingly enough, in 2006, they came together at 29 degrees of Libra. So very close to Scorpio, but no cigar. Okay, so we've got so just going back a little bit, we have this year, 25 degrees of Scorpio, 1991, we had a Mars Kazemi at 15 degrees of Scorpio. 1959, we had a Mars Kazemi at five degrees of Scorpio. 1944, 22 degrees of Scorpio. And 1912, 12 degrees of Scorpio. So you can see that this is sporadic. It's rare. We haven't had one since 1991. That's a long motherfucking time in Scorpio, right? So this is this is big. It's bold. It's it's bringing us these Scorpionic themes. Um, for this next cycle, for this next two-year cycle. But when you think about the greater cycle, I mean, the next time we're going to have a Mars Kazemi in Scorpio will be 2038. You know, so another, what's that, 15 years away. Like, this is a long time. So it's sort of like work with the cycles within the cycles, yeah? Um, If you were alive in 1991, what was going on for you? What was going on in that house that Scorpio rules? Um, But what we're doing now is we're closing out a two-year we're closing out a two-year Mars Kazemi right now. So that's what I mean. Like Mars is being burnt up by the sun. It's combust. It's flammable. It's, you know, we're not feeling maybe like we're waiting for the rebirth. 
yeah like when when a planet meets the sun which is very normal the sun will meet every planet every year um but well not every year the sun will hit the outer planets every year but the sun and mars won't come together every year the sun and venus have their own cycle the sun and mercury have a very interesting cycle as well because mercury is always very close to the sun but we're thinking about what's being burnt up the rebirth and so if you are feeling you know this is like well a i mean that dark moon in scorpio it was the dark moon of all fucking dark moons let me just tell you i feel like it was the darkest dark moon um obviously scorpio um mars was involved and i think it was bigger than the eclipses to be honest i mean we're out of the eclipse sandwich which is amazing and we're out of the eclipse portal and out of eclipse season like hallelujah but that scorpio new moon like oh my goodness it was the darkest of dark new moons i mean i asked everyone how they were going and 98 percent of people were just like oh my god to be honest that you know it, it felt bigger than when i was asking how the eclipses were going and i'm feeling that like i'm exhausted i'm tired um, you know, I am recovering from this head cold. Um, it's the end of the year and Mars is being burnt up by the sun. So our energy levels are low and, you know, we are we are in a, a dark moon of Mars. Like this is Mars's dark moon. So Mars will only go through his dark moon every two years, whereas we have obviously the, the lunar, you know, Lalo Luna. She's going through this every month, you know. So it's going to feel big. You know, we've come off a Scorpio dark moon straight into a Mars dark moon. And, oh, hello. Are we there yet, darlings? Are we fucking there yet? No, we're not. But the rebirth will be sublime. We will be the phoenix rising, won't we? So, so yes, we're not having another Mars Kazemi in Scorpio until 2038. It's a long time. Okay, I already need a drink. It's only nine minutes in. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I tell you I literally have woken up put on a white linen shirt and I'm sitting on my bed doing this like it's I mean it's 8 30 in the morning which is completely fine um but you know my schedule is overflowing at the moment and um so I'm just like getting in here and like I'm, I'm awake <laughs> I haven't had a cup of tea or anything but I'm awake and I'm here and I'm dedicated and I can't like I'm super pumped actually to, to share all this with you. So just just a little like heads up around this just this cycle in general. So, yeah, excuse me if I'm going everywhere. I mean, after a head cold, I feel like you're just a bit foggy and you're just a bit frazzled. And I'm recording my 2024 overviews at the moment. I'm like, oh, God, help us all. Last week I was doing them and Saturn squaring Mercury. Saturn's still fucking squaring Mercury for me. Um, that hasn't moved. Remember, Saturn has not moved off zero degrees, darlings. I mean, it's coming to the end. Uh, I think, what are we, 15th? I think maybe... Oh, it's mid twenties, like 20, maybe the 26th or something or the 28th. Saturn will finally get to zero degree. I mean, to one degree of bloody Pisces, but I tell you, um, it's a, it's a time right now. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going everywhere. I mean, you're used to it. Hello. You're listening to, you're listening to me. Uh, you know what you get. You just get raw, unedited, <laughs> you know, imagine if I had to edit my, my podcast. Oh my God, what a nightmare. Um, I'd rather just get on and just talk and just be real and just go, here I am. I'm fumbling. It's okay. I don't want to curate 
my life to look perfect because fuck perfection, man. Like it's boring AF and it needs to be real and there needs to be clunkier moments than others. There needs to be smooth moments and then there needs to be clunky ones to appreciate the smooth ones and smooth ones to appreciate the fucking clunky ones, right? Like, and, and this is a time of clunk, you know, Mars is burn up by the sun. Um, we, we do have this, you know, we do have a lovely day. I mean, I must admit it is a lovely day and it is probably like the best I've felt. Like I'm probably at 80% at this point. I'm certainly not firing on all cylinders. Um, I've pretty much been firing on around 40. Uh, today I reckon I'm feeling 80 at this point. Um, that will change by the end of the day, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, excuse where I'm going with this. What I'm ultimately sharing with you is a, Amaz Kazemi, all this means a Kazemi, the word Kazemi is in the heart of the sun. So ultimately, you know, any planet that gets the exact same degree as the sun is a Kazemi. Yeah. So I've often spoken about my Chiron Kazemi because I have a sun Chiron, 18 degrees of Taurus, which means it's a Kyrie Chiron Kazemi. I can't even say Chiron. Like what, what, what's going on? I need some sort of like um, I should have taken my, my, um, beautiful Yantra honey this morning before I jumped on here. I've been eating honey by the spoonful every single day by my beautiful friend, Danny, who is a green witch goddess. If you haven't checked out her honey, she has got the Moldavite honey, Thema Mundi honey, golden sphinx, um, golden Oracle, all the golden Oracle is delicious. Like that just is a heart expansion, every mouthful of that honey, but I've been eating the Thema Mundi honey, um, from Yantra lab. And I have been wearing my Thema Mundi oil from Sphere and Sundry, which is like the most powerful astrological medicina, because it was made up where every planet was in their home sign based on the Thema Mundi chart, which is a Cancer rising. Uh, so the moon's in Cancer, the sun's in Leo. So they got it all, which is very rare, you know, Jupiter in Sag, Saturn in Capricorn. Um, and, and so they got it. So they've, they've, you know, they've timed it perfectly. And I've been wearing it pretty much daily and it's amazing. So it's all about the Thema Bloody Monday at the moment. Um Anyway, back to Mars, back to Mars. This is all I'm going to talk about on this podcast is Mars pretty much because uh, the exact Kazemi is happening on the 18th here in Australia. I've even written down the time for you at 3.40 p.m. But either way, you know, the Kazemi is very active now. Like I said, the chart right now has both the sun and Mars at 23 degrees of uh, Scorpio. However, Mars is about to flick over to 24 degrees. So we can see, and that's where I'm saying the sun is catching up. Of course, we know that the sun doesn't move, but that's where I'm saying that the sun you know, it has to get to the 25 degrees, which is the 18th. So, which is two days, isn't it? Like today's the 16th. Oh my goodness. We are nearly at Christmas. Um, so ultimately it's really quite active at the moment. I mean, you know, they're still bumping into each other. The sun and Mars are bumping into each other yesterday, the 15th, today, the 16th, the 17th, exact by degree and quantum minute on the 18th at 3.40 p.m. here in Brisbane. Um, and then also they sort of still travel together until 27 degrees of Scorpio. 
uh, taking us through to the 21st, okay? And then, uh, you know, and then Mars is going to flick over into Sag and shortly thereafter, you know, so will so will the sun. Um, we're moving into Sag season next week, which, you know, I think I'm pretty here for right now. Um, so these two have been working together and closely connecting and bumping into each other, you know, for the, you know, today and, and yesterday. And so it, it's there, it's present. We're already feeling it. And that's what I said. Like if you're already feeling these physical symptoms or you're feeling exhausted or tired or anything to do with, with that, you know, your physical vitality, this is, this is why Mars is being burnt up by the sun. So the Kazemi happening on the 18th um, at 340, 25 degrees. Now, like I said, when when Mars hits the sun every two years, this is like a dark moon. Okay. So this is the seeding of a new cycle. Um, this is the beginning. This is, you know, what do you want to, to happen here? Yeah. This is renewal and this is a rebirth. This is just think about burning up, you know, like think of the, and, and this is very literal, this one, I think too, because, it's in Scorpio, you know, it's in the sign of the Phoenix. So it really is. And, and maybe that's why, you know, we don't need to have Mars Kazemis in Scorpio as often because we really have to walk through the fire. And I mean, to think that November is a collective nine month, we're really closing things out. Um, we're really finishing the year up. I mean, yes, December's going to come, but December's a one month. And I don't know, you know, we get some injection of fire here. You know, I feel good for December. Um, whereas November, again, we're deep in the cauldron. We're deep in that cosmic cauldron with, with Hades, you know, eating pomegranates and talking about shadow work and, and you know, transforming from a snake to a scorpion to an eagle you know and rising like the phoenix walking through the fire whether we're dragging ourselves through the fire whether we're you know going through a really difficult time right now I mean collectively we are collectively our hearts are fucking on fire like it feels like the world is on fire right and so we've got this rebirth moment and you know ultimately Mars you know in the shadow is war it is violence it is hostility it is confrontation conflict and that is that is Mars in his shadow um and because we're in this morning star phase of Venus which is yang you know this is very yang energy we're working with the sun Mars yang Venus, while she is in Libra at the moment in her home sign, Libra is still a masculine sign of Yang. And actually Scorpio is a, is a feminine sign of Yin. But we're working with two planets that are predominantly ego, Yang, hot, domineering, courageous, you know, like this is what we're working with. Venus, who is in her morning star cycle, is Yang, Lucifer warlike and here we are you know here we are just the world on fire our hearts on fire it's it's been a time I think the grief is like a blanket it's overwhelming and it's it's yeah like what is you know and then people are going through their own personal fires their own personal rebirths but this is the you know it's always darkest before the dawn thing you know it's like the sun and Mars coming together in this Kazemi, burning Mars's last cycle up, which I'm going to chat about in a second, um, so that you can sort of get some 
you know, get some footing around, well, what was the last cycle and what am I letting go of? What's coming to a full completion? Because ultimately we see Mars hitting the sun as a new moon. Okay. This is the seeding cycle. This is the dark moon. So it's going to feel dark for a little while because until they start separating um, you know, further and further, then Mars is out of that energy of the sun and out of that combustion and can begin to work on his own and he's going to be in Sag. So, you know, this is bringing the optimism. This is bringing um, our greater perspective. This is bringing bigger visions. Yeah, this is really beautiful. You know, I mean, it is a yang fire sign, but I really, you know, it's very positive. It's very optimistic. It's very confident. Now, when Mars retrogrades, which we're going to see, uh, late 2024 into 2025, that is his opposition to the sun. So that is like the full moon moment. Okay. So this is where we start to seed in the dark moon. So you want to go to that 25 degrees of Scorpio, whatever house that is for you. And that is the seeding of a new cycle. Okay. So what, what is that, you know, is that around money or relationships or your career or your identity? Are you a Scorpio rising, right? Is this around what's hidden? Is this around your routines, your dreams and goals, sex and money, family, home? Yeah, every, every house has a theme that is a part of your life. So wherever Scorpio is, wherever just that 25 degrees of Scorpio is, boom, there we are. We're seeding a new cycle. Then we will have Mars retrograde, which is like the full moon. He is closest to the earth. When a planet is retrograde, they are closest to the earth because they're on this side of the sun. They're not on the far part of the sun where they're further away from us, which is where Mars is now. Yeah. In his uh, superior conjunction. So, so ultimately the, the opposition which is going to happen in January of 2025. So just mark this down, 2025. Mars will oppose Mars in uh, uh, Cancer, mind you, retrograde. Mars will be retrograde in Cancer, will oppose the sun in Capricorn in January of 2025. This is the ripening. This is the full moon moment. This is when the fruit is appearing from what you plant now. So it's you know, this is, this is just a part of, again, cosmic cycles. Yeah. So interesting, right? Like interesting that we are beginning the cycle with a fixed water, new moon Mars. Okay. So this is our new moon, dark moon Mars in Scorpio. And we are in, well, we are finishing, well, completing the actual full moon moment because, of course, then it's not until the sun meets, uh, Mars and the sun meet again um, in the Kazemi in 2026, which also happens to be in Capricorn. So it's around a year-ish, right? Because Mars's cycle is around two years and he's got a retrograde in there. He only retrogrades every two years. He is one of the rarest planets to retrograde. I mean, he is the guy you want to look for. So ultimately, a few things. If you are a heavy Aries Scorpio based chart, a heavy Martian ruled chart, you'll probably be feeling this. If you're in a Mars perfection, you're also feeling this. I'm in a Mars perfection and fucking whoa, I am feeling this. Mars is my Lord. Um, and he and yeah, I am feeling Mars very viscerally. Um, so if you've got obviously, you know, 
a Scorpio or an Aries rising, or if you're, like I said, you're in a Mars perfection, you know, this, this is a big time for, for those of us who are in some sort of Mars year, yeah, or have a very strong Mars chart. A, Mars only retrogrades every two years. So when he does retrograde, that's very important for strong Mars rules charts. Um, but this Mars Kazemi is very important too, right? So ultimately, you know, but in 2026, Mars and the Sun will come back to that moment again. My cat's going schizo. Seriously, Luna, what the fuck, mate? Chill. You're freaking me out. Um, so, seri- so, so literally, in yeah, she honestly she's skitzing about, and so it's just like it's. I'm just like, is someone in the house? Like, what's going on? I've been watching too much Criminal Minds. Mm. Okay, so. Back to some sort of focus, God. If you're still here, friggin' good luck to you because um, I think I'm firing on half cylinders at this point. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so so this is, you know, this is just a very general loose. I mean, I could talk about this for hours and, you know, I'm, I'm really endeavouring to do sort of some um, – some more masterclasses on, on, on these sorts of cycles for you to follow them in your own chart. Um, even just the six month cycle of Mars on a planet, like I've got, you know, I've got masterclasses in my back pocket and, um, you know, hope, hopefully can get through some of those next year. But for now we have the dark moon, Mars's dark moon, um, in, in fixed water of, of Scorpio. Right. And then he has his full moon moment, which is the full moon of, you know, the culmination of his journey before he winds down and he meets the sun again right so and this happens in cardinal water so it's a lot of water here it's a lot of fertility it's a lot of intuition it's a lot of deep connection yeah to family to our emotions again so you know there is like there's an emotional fire going on in the world maybe within your own heart and your own lives like this is this is big emotions yeah so you just want to pay attention to those things. Yeah. Is, is this dark moon now full moon, full moon Mars, Mars moment in January of 2025 where, where Mars is retrograde. So already he's not feeling good. That's just the way it is. That's, that's how we will always, this is how these cycles always go. Always, always, always. When Mars is retrograde and he makes the opposition to the sun, that is his full moon moment, his manifesting moment of what he seeded at his dark moon. So that is the the ripening. Yeah. Um, and then he will then travel, travel, travel again, uh, and then make that Kazemi in 2026, which happens to be in Capricorn. So, you know, very, very different feel with Mars in Capricorn, of course, um, because Mars is exalted in Capricorn. So these next two cycles that we're getting, are really strong, okay, because Mars is in his ancient rulership of Scorpio. So this is compounding this energy. This is feeling really deep and rich and like this is happening, you know, like we're feeling this. And then his next Kazemi in 2026 is in his exaltation where he loves to be in Capricorn, getting shit done, striving, tenacious, workhorse, thorough, like I love Mars and Capricorn. Freaking hell. If you can get a Mars and Capricorn friend, like, or worker, you are nailing life. So where we have come from, let's just reflect back. Um, 
Our last Mars Kazemi was 2021, October the 8th, 2021 in Libra, 15 degrees of Libra, my friends. So that was, you know, in his detriment. He doesn't like to be in Libra. So we're feeling this one strong. And if you notice, a lot of people are talking about this, you know, and I feel like, you know, in 2021, to be honest, I was probably talking about it in all my groups and all the things and, you know, wherever I was and some, and and astrologers are talking about it, but it just seems to be bigger this time, inflamed, right? Enlarged. There's something bigger going on. Like we're all talking about this one and hello, Mars is at home in Scorpio. We haven't had a Scorpio Kazemi since 1991. That's a long time, darling. So, you know, we can really feel the enormity of this. Yeah. So there's just a couple of like little dates. Yeah. Like a little, you know, little, a little bit about his synodic cycle where he meets the sun every two years. And then a year later, he has, he's, he's in retrograde and he's opposing the sun, which means he's closer to the earth. We're feeling him. Um, and that is his full moon moment. That is his time of manifesting. That is his ripening time. Yeah. And then he will wane again. Um, and then he will meet in his next Kazemi in January of 2026, where he does this in Capricorn. So really some really great cycles there. And then reflecting back, what you're doing now is you're closing out the Libra cycle. So what is your Libra? I mean, and we've had some, you know, we've had some big, Libra stuff. We've got the South Node there. Venus is here at the moment, you know, and not a typical Venus uh, journey through Libra because the South Node is tainting that. But, you know, ultimately, ultimately, this is this is the closing down of this two year cycle. So again, this is why maybe you're feeling tired. This is why you're feeling exhausted. This is why, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm, you know, are we, that's like I said, are we there yet? I think that that's just the, you know, once we hit Sag, you know, it'll feel pretty good. And, you know, then we're moving into 2024, but, you know, we're really ending um, 2023, especially November in this collective nine, um, you know, in collective seven year, collective nine month of November, like eye of the needle stuff. It's just like, what more do you have? And because Mars is being burnt up by the sun, it's not a lot. You might be feeling very depleted. So I just want to say, you know, rest when you can, nourish yourself, drink lots of water, feed on the earth, go watch the sunset. Um, But if you're unwell and you can't do all the things you usually do, rest. You know, I tried to push myself a couple of mornings this week to get up and walk and do my regular walk, but my body was just like sleep 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 so I've just been sleeping and just being okay with that working in flow and in flux of energy and you know I I I do that very well I don't I'm not someone who pushes myself well whilst I've got a heck of a lot of work to do until pretty much like the 8th of December um you know so much that you know I'm literally mapping it out at one o'clock this morning (coughs) so I actually didn't get to bed until early hours this morning and maybe you're the same you know that dark moon kept me up in Scorpio I was awake until like one o'clock that morning you know just things have just been a little bit askew yeah um but 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 go with whatever's happening you know it's not a time to force or to push or you know and and if you've got to work and you've got to get through (coughs) excuse me I'm just coughing and having water make sure when you rest you rest Make sure you give your body time to replenish. And then as Mars and the sun start to separate, 
you know, more so from, what did I say, the 20, oh yeah, so the 21st of November um, is when they're still sort of hanging around with that 27 degrees. Um, But yeah, you know, then they're going to slowly start to separate and energy will return, darlings. Now, just, you know, just a little bit about, you know, the energy of, of what's actually going on. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Scorpio here, the phoenix. Are you rising above? Are you becoming the eagle Are you, or are you the scorpion? Are you anchored in darkness? You know, that's a question that came through in all my notes. You should see my notes. It literally looks like bloody hectic. Um, are you anchored in darkness? Are you the phoenix rising above? You know, this is around eagle medicine and eagle in the liquid crystals is gold, which is like the sun. And so for me, I'm just feeling of this very deep Egyptian feeling. Like that's just what I'm feeling. I'm called to connect with Sekhmet and just there's some really deep, rich uh, Egyptian threads for me that I'm actually, you know, moving through myself. Um, I'm going to talk about the day in the liquid crystals uh, that this Kazemi happens and read you the Chandra symbol of the 25 degrees of Scorpio as well, like literally mind blowing. But before I do that, I just want to sort of share these sort of other little tidbits. Yeah. So this is a new cycle. Mars is in the heart of the sun. Okay. So he's actually receiving some information. He's receiving some golden light. He is rebirthing his energy, literally metaphorically like a Phoenix. Yeah. So this is pure. This is, this is purity. There is something pure here. This is an auspicious new cycle. When, when a planet gets into the heart of the sun, it is very auspicious because if a planet is a degree away from the sun, it's combust. Okay. So this is what's very special about planets being in the heart of the sun. It's like you get access to the king himself he is delivering you messages he is giving you something but if you are just out if out of his scope that's why i say you've got something that's a degree away from your sun that that is a combustion it needs to be at the exact same degree for it to be a kazemi and and it makes the difference it really makes the difference so right now this is a time of strengthening our mars and it will happen we will feel this yeah this is the time of planting new seeds, our renewal time. Yeah. In Scorpio, it's deep, it's dark, it's fixed water, but what can you commit to for the next two years? Um, Well, especially year, you know, because the next year until January of 2025, when we have our full moon moment of this Mars cycle, we're working with fixed water and Scorpio is a very loyal, determined, hardworking sign. So, this can give you really great disciplined energy and growth and tenacity and effectiveness in whatever house this Kazemi is happening in. Okay, so that's what you really want to focus on is the house for you. Again, if there's any planets close by to 25 degrees of Scorpio, and then of course, if there's any opposed there in uh, Taurus or any square in Leo and Aquarius. Yes, absolutely. If you've got something in, in water signs around that 25, you know, 23 to 29 degrees as well. There's a beautiful trine happening, of course. Um, but it's it's like the house that this Kazemi is happening in is seeding this new cycle. And what are you willing to work on? Like this is what it comes down to is like what are you willing to seed and root in the dark? Because this is the dark, right? We're working with the dark. This is, you know, words like power, courage, 
victory, conviction. Like these are the words that I'm asking you to put into your template today and tomorrow and the next day, you know, over these next few days. What are you convicted to? What what is your desires? Mars is willpower and desire, motivation, inspiration. What actions will you take for the next year that can bring to fruition anything to do with the themes of the house that your Mars is in, uh, that this Mars Kazemi is in, yeah? It's a very powerful, possibly confronting Kazemi because, again, are you anchored in darkness? Because if you are, like, what do you want this next cycle to be about for you? Is there anger? What's repressed? What's hidden in the dark? We've got to remember that things may come up now. Things may be dragged up from the underworld. Because even though it's been a dark moon and often then the new moon and, you know, we've got the, the moon in, um, the moon's in, in Sag at the moment, we're still feeling it's like a hangover. Like we're still feeling like a dark moon. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm speaking from all the questions and all the answers I got on my Instagram of how people are feeling. Like I couldn't even answer them all. Like I answered like 20 or 30. I had like a hundred there. Like I had so many people sharing how they were feeling and it was big. You know, it, it is, it's a big week because, because of this Mars Kazemi, like this is the week. Yeah. This is, this is a big signature week in November. So, yeah, there's this sort of hangover moment. And because Mars is also going through his dark moon after we've just come out of a fucking Hades death moon, like what the hell? Like it is, it's exhausting. It's, you know, are you empty? You know, are you emptying out? That's sort of how I feel. It's like empty out all the old. Remember, we're closing down a Mars cycle of two years as well, lovers. Yeah, in Libra. So in that house that Libra rules for you, no wonder everything's so physical for me. It's my first house, yeah. Um, Scorpio is my second house. I will have, you know, if you're a Libra rising, Scorpio rules your second house. Um, so again, just those words and questions you want to ask yourself. You know, what do you, what do you desire? What motivates you? What inspires you? What angers you? What actions will you take? In what area of your life are you planting these seeds in your chart? That is where the growth will come. That is where you need to discipline your energy. So I would, you know, for me, this Kazemi moment is a moment to, you know, you know, I shared very much that that new moon wasn't a moon of manifesting and intention setting. It was a deep moon of sitting in the bones of what's what's unfolding. This moment of the Kazemi can be a moment of manifesting. And this is a powerful moment because Mars is about action. Mars is about taking action. Mars is about your willpower, what you're moving towards. Mars and Scorpio will give us courage to pursue our goals. That is what this is. Like, that's what I love about Mars and Scorpio is the tenacity, is the deep courage to just keep going when when it's war shed it's bloody it's fucking annihilating and ruthless mars and scorpio treads where the angels fear to go 
Mars in Aries is different. You know, Mars in Aries, his other rulership is front line, straight there, attack, fast, you know, leader. Mars in Scorpio is the detective. Mars in Scorpio is hovering in the shadows like the sniper. So it's like, so you might not be able to pinpoint what this is for you and that's okay. This doesn't have to be rushed. It really, you know, that even really comes through with this being the Deacon 3 of Scorpio. This happening at 25 degrees. This is Deacon 3, right? So this is the Seven of Cups, which is around fantasy or feeling emotionally ungrounded, imagination, procrastination. So you might not be clear. And, and what I have been saying for, gosh, it's been a quote that is a Buddhist quote that I've been quoting for, gosh, close to 20 years, especially with clients when they're struggling when they can't, when there's no clarity, when they don't, when they can't see what's next. My favorite proverb is when muddy water let sit becomes clear. And this is that time. So yes, you might be clear and yes, you might be sort of all over your astrology and go, okay, so I've got this mask Azimi, it's in this house, it's activating this for me. You know, for me, it's in my second house, it's conjunct Uranus, it's trying my moon, it's opposite my my Venus, you know, so this is all about money for me and seeding a new cycle of money and possessions and my values and really looking at my values. Um, and so we can work with that if we know that. But if there's fogginess and uncertainty, don't try and force something. That's when the muddy water gets muddier. And this is just, you know, like I said, it's a quote that I've been quoting. It's, it's, a, it's a proverb, a Zen proverb, but it's something that I've been quoting for, for nearly two decades because it just makes sense to me. When people are splashing about in the water, it's already muddy. They just make it muddier and muddier and muddier. And they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. Whereas if you just sit still, and that could take a week, fuck, that could take a month. It could take two days. It could take two hours. But there has to be patience. There has to be stillness, darlings. And to me, even this Mars Kazemi, it's like a still moment in time. That's how I feel. Like, like can you feel that, that, that presence coming in right now? It's stillness. It's in that sweet spot, the in-between. And so when, when you let muddy water sit still, you know, clarity comes. So when muddy water let sit becomes clear, that's the proverb. When muddy water let sit becomes clear. So only through stillness and not splashing about, not trying to know what you need to do, not trying to make 8 million fucking decisions at once, not trying to be here, there and everywhere, not scattering your energy. This is a time to stay still, especially if you feel like that. You know, some, of, some people might be feeling super clear, super clear and exactly what needs to be seeded at this cycle. And you haven't missed the point if you don't seed something. Okay, sometimes that stillness is, is, is all you need and then a revelation will come. Remember, Mars is invisible at the moment. And when Mars becomes visible again, all of a sudden, maybe your desires, your goals, what you need to action next also becomes visible. Yeah, so really trust that. This is around trusting. Hello, we're working with Scorpio. Can you trust in the mystery? The Scorpio works in the unseen worlds the energy, the etheric templates. 
Yeah. So can you as well? Like that's the invitation. Can you trust? Can you let go of control? Which I mean, look, we're talking about fixed water here. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big ask. But, but can you? Can you drop into the mystery of the divine and rise like the phoenix? You know, be reborn because this really is the rebirth of Mars. And I bow down to that. You know, these cycles for me help me to navigate my entire life. So there's a deep reverence over these next few days as Mars, you know, continues to get, you know, you know, continues to just die. You know, this is what we're looking at. We're looking at a purification, a death, waiting for new themes to emerge. Yeah. So that is sort of the crux of the beauty of this Mars Kazemi. So I hope that that's given you some sort of some key words that you can sort of etch into your energetic template, some questions around what you're actioning and, and, and you know, where you can be effective, what you want to pursue, what your desires are, your motivations. You know, Mars wants to take action. Mars is motivating. And allow whatever is hidden to be revealed. This is around power and purification, yeah? Like this is a powerful and purifying time. And, again, it feels like we are just a part of that as well. Like Mars is so physical that we are really feeling this as a physical purification for ourselves as well, especially if you've got this happening in, say, your first house, your sixth house, even your second house, you know. Um, whilst the second house, yes, is finances and, and the way you make money and values. It's also the body, it's food. It's, it's ruled by Taurus naturally, you know? So there is something that's very strong around the body. Um, so any fellow Libra risings out there going through some physical stuff, we've also got the South node moving through our, our first house. So, you know, there can be a physical purge going on as well. So, yeah, it's 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 really big. And and what I love about this new cycle is um it, it can be you, you know, it can be very healing, it can be a breakthrough, it can be empowering. Remembering that you can do the hard things. That's what Mars in Scorpio says. We can do the we can do the hard things. We can push through. Mars in Scorpio gives us that courage to pursue, the courage to keep going. So that's the question. Is not that, yes, you might not feel be feeling like that now, which makes complete sense, right? After everything you've heard. So you can relax. It makes sense. It's okay. Rest. Lay your head down. No need to force or push at the moment. But what are you going to devote or discipline your energy towards that will have the courage to move through things? the tenacity, the power, the strength, the determination for you to reclaim your victory, which we will see in January of 2025 as Mars retrograde opposes the sun. And that is the full moon moment. Yeah, that is what you're you're building towards. Now, last but not least, I do want to share um, that this is happening on the day of silver. Like you cannot make this shit up. I literally screamed out loud, like screamed, literally screamed because the, the Chandra symbol of this Kazemi, the first thing it says is a she-wolf and silver, the totem animal for silver is the wolf. Literally 
can I have a fucking moment here of hallelujah, oh my God, I love the universe and how everything is so divinely orchestrated. It just blows my mind every day, every day, every day, every day. I am in awe. I am in awe of life. I am in awe of this magic that is life. You know, I am realistic. I expect miracles. Thank you, Wayne Dyer. Like, yes, miracles, 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 magic, magic, magic. The fact that this exact Kazemi happens on the day of silver, whose totem animal is wolf, and the degree, the Chandra symbol that we are working with, the first thing it says is a she-wolf, her udders full of milk. I'm going to read the symbol before I jump off here, which I can't believe it's nearly been an hour and I've been literally rambling. Um, So thank you if you're still here, you know, have at it, right? Have at it. So this is mind blowing. I'm just like in awe of this. So Silver Day, November the 18th, wolf medicine, wolf medicine, myrrh. Yeah, myrrh is the essential oil. The moon is silver. Silver in the liquid crystals is the ruler of cycles. And what are we doing? We're beginning a new cycle. Like seriously, we're beginning a new cycle. Silver is like an honest mirror. Just think about silver. Silver reflects. Silver is like the moon reflecting back to us. It is the honest mirror. So pay attention to what truth is bubbling up, what is being revealed, yeah? Um, Silver, you know, we can work with Hecate, of course. This is around closing cycles. This is around magic, fertility, growth, you know, emotions, our feminine cycles. It is the lunar goddess. It is around the lunar cycle. That is silver. Silver in the Isis Trinity is crone medicine. And that's why you could work with Hecate here, yeah? But you could work with Isis. You could work with any goddess that feels really crone-like to you. Call her in. Help her. Ask her to help you navigate the dark terrain of this 25 degrees of Scorpio. That Deacon 3, the end. The waters, the murky waters as we complete Scorpio season. We've just had the new moon in this Deacon. Now we're having this Kazemi in this Deacon. This Kazemi happening on the day of silver. The moon happens to be conjunct Pluto. Pluto is the other ruler of Scorpio. So we have, of course, Mars, ancient ruler of Scorpio, in his Kazemi moment on the 18th. And Pluto and the moon are conjunct. They are together, 26, 27, 28 degrees of Capricorn that day. Yeah? Very powerful. Pluto modern day ruler of Scorpio. We're working with Hades here. Ultimately, the moon and this Pluto conjunction also make a beautiful sextile to Mars and the sun. So the luminaries are supporting one another. Pluto and Mars, who can be at war with each other, are supporting one another. So we are being really held in this space. It is a powerful day. It is a powerful time. It is a powerful month. It is a powerful year. It is a powerful life. But I just, when I seen that it was on Silver Day, like I knew that, like that's in my cosmic calendar. Like I prep everyone for this sort of stuff, right? Like I prep you. Silver Day, yep, sweet. When I opened the the Chandra symbol for this degree and it said a she-wolf, I literally screamed. I'm like, oh my God, I love you life. Okay, so I'm going to stop banging on now. It's the day of silver. Call in a goddess to walk beside you. 
This is around cycles, an honest mirror, the reflection of the moon. This is around the moon. The moon happens to be conjunct Capricorn. They both happen to be sextile to this Kazemi. Really, really magical stuff going on here. Yeah, really supported and held. So this degree is Scorpio 26 because you always read the degree after because we start at you know, a planet will ingress into a sign at zero degrees and go to 29 degrees. But in the symbols, it starts at one and goes to 30. So you always read the degree after, which will represent 25 degrees. So we're here at Scorpio 26. A she-wolf, her udders full of milk, bearing within you something vast and wild and true. Your instincts given over to this seed. What can be? And what must be impels sacrifice and reunification, being held in the grip of vast primordial forces, taken over by depths that forge new worlds into being, stunned into submission, unconsciously obsessed with something that lives within you and cannot be forgotten, supercharged with energy, in tune with the earth's cycles. Everything happening in a magnified and hypnotic atmosphere. The hidden worlds take charge. Individuality is eclipsed and the surge of power dominates consciousness and life by its intensity and ruthless current right through the body. And there is nothing to say about it. Holy wow. No words. I feel like I want that entire... Chandra symbol tattooed onto me I mean that is beautiful if you have if you have planets at 25 degrees of Scorpio that is the Chandra symbol for that planet it could be any planet you could have a 25 degree Scorpio sun a 25 degree Scorpio moon a 25 degree Scorpio ascendant but this is the degree that we are moving through with this Kazemi Mars and the sun at 25 Scorpio that is the messages I mean come on even to the point where there's like, you know, it ends with saying there's nothing to say about it, you know, and I was just saying like be in the presence, be in the stillness, be in the silence, stop splashing about in the muddy water and stay still. You know, talking about um, instincts being given over to the seed, this is the seed, we're seeding a new Mars cycle. What You know, talking about sacrifice, talking about, you know, a vast primordial force taking you into and forging a new world into being. I mean, like I said, we're not having a Mars Scorpio Kazemi again for 15 years. That's a long time. Think of how old you will be when that happens. Just think about that. Put that into perspective that Mars will not make his Kazemi in, in, in the sign of Scorpio again in the house that he's doing that in right now for 15 more years. So this is around forging the new worlds into being. I love stunned into submission. I love everything happening in a magnified and hypnotic atmosphere, hidden worlds taking charge and the individual being eclipsed. I mean, these Chandra symbols are a vortex and a world of their own unpacking and magic. And so I want to leave you with those words to really infuse them into your cells, into your energy, into your being. I will post them on Instagram um, at some point, um, probably do sort of like a Mars Kazemi 
uh, little post on Instagram and Facebook where I will actually post all of those so you can actually read them again. Um, this is just, this is magic. Trust the mystery, darlings. Trust the mystery. Trust yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to your soul. Ride this Mars Kazemi together. So much love.